0: Welcome to the Vital Dome podcast for Monday, November 25th. S&P futures are trading up about eight points. Europe is rallying about 50 to 60 basis points. And most of the major Asian indices end of the day higher, including Hong Kong up a percent and a half. Um, So there's a lot of news to unpack this morning. I'm not going to run through everything on this podcast. Um, Everything obviously is included in this morning's. Vital Dawn um, written piece, which is up on the Vital Knowledge website. Um, But just to kind of run through the major themes, U.S.-China trade is still front and center, and the news on that front was positive. So you had China come out on Sunday and issued more stringent guidelines for protecting IP rights. Remember, this has been a key demand of Washington throughout these trade negotiations. The White House had been asking China to change its actual laws concerning IP protection, um, China isn't necessarily doing that. But nonetheless, the guidelines are still a positive gesture. It helps kind of move this process forward as far as reaching a trade one deal. And then you had the Global Times newspaper come out actually just a little bit ago this morning and say the two sides are very close to a phase one agreement. Um, so that is probably the most single most important headline this morning, just was that IP news from Sunday. Um, and that really more than anything else is helping to rally stocks. Um, And just to kind of recap, it still looks very likely you will get a phase one deal. It's still going to be centered around um, all the prior points of stepped up agricultural purchases, um, you know, action on IP protection, action on FX policy, and then opening up the financial services industry in exchange for not putting in place October 15 and then and then December 15 tariffs. Um, and then you're also probably going to get some rollback of existing tariffs, not completely. Um, but that September 1st tranche um, definitely could be rolled back as part of phase one. And then a, perhaps a roadmap could be articulated whereby if China either complies with the agreement for a certain period of time or takes additional actions or could be further, rollout, uh, further rollback to come. Um, so that really is kind of the most important uh, macro topic today the Hong Kong elections, it's hard to read too much into the implications of them. So you had very high turnout. 70% of eligible voters came out and voted. Pro-democracy candidates crushed the elections, um, really swept pretty much across the board. So some think that this could help reach some type of a detente between two sides if China and the Hong Kong government perhaps, um, or to ease up on how they are dealing or handling um, with the various protesting groups. So I think that is, um, you know, that is the initial thought. And that is certainly one reason why Hong Kong in particular did very well overnight. Um, It's just really unclear as to what the implications of all this will be. I think, you know, at the least, we've had now a few days of relative calm in Hong Kong. um, And obviously, that is certainly positive. So we'll just have to see how all this unfolds in the coming days. Um, but I think people are viewing the Hong Kong protest outcome, um, as being a positive. So that's really, as far as macro news is concerned, that is by far the most important, um, the developments on China phase one, and then Hong Kong, um, just kind of running through a a few other things quickly, not much on the economic data front this morning, um, There are a bunch of micro-headlines. So LVMH is formally buying Tiffany's. That deal was announced on the tape, $135 cash. Novartis is formally buying MDCO. That was formally announced as well, $85 a share in cash. Um, Just hitting right now, London is going to be banning Uber. So today was the deadline whereby um, London was supposed to make a decision on whether to extend Uber's license to operate in the city, and it did not. so that obviously is going to be weighing on Uber, and that's uh, you know important micro headline for that company. Um, a bunch of other things on Oxy and HP, Xerox, um, Fanny, Freddie, WeWork, Tesla, etc. I laid out all in uh, this morning's Vital Dawn. Um, you know, I think they're all just very micro, so not really going to have a lot of macro implications um, for the calendar this morning in the U.S. There's really not a ton out. <clears throat> Other than after the close, we do get a bunch of earnings. So after the close, you get HP Enterprises, HPE earnings, uh, Palo Alto Networks, and then PVH. um, All those all those companies have earnings out after the close. Powell is on the calendar to speak today. It does not seem like a major address at all, so I don't expect any major monetary headlines. And you know, we've we've heard from Powell, we've heard from a variety of Fed officials. We've had the minutes out. There really should not be any confusion. About what Fed policy is at the moment, it's very much on hold for the time being, probably for the next several quarters um, at this pace. Um, and just kind of looking at the broader uh, market in terms of strategy and what to do, um, you know, I my views really haven't changed. So I've I've really felt for a while that you are going to see a phase one agreement. The news this morning I think comports with that view. You are going to see some improvement in the trade landscape. So you know, this whole issue of auto tariffs. Um, it, it the White House is being notably quiet on it. It looks like you no know, no 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 one really expected those tariffs to ever be put in place. It seems like the White House is is quietly starting to kind of walk away from it. Um, and then you are also going to see um, obviously uh, you know you you saw some action on the Huawei front where the Commerce Department last week began handing out um, some waivers to to U.S. companies to ship products to Huawei. So you are seeing improvement on the trade front. Um, I just don't think it is going to be material enough to really inflect earnings and economic growth higher to a level that would really kind of justify um material upside from here. Um, and then there was actually, you know one one other item to note, an interesting article in the journal over the weekend, nothing really incremental, but just kind of emphasizing how poor capital spending trends have been among u s. companies and how they may not really improve all that much, even if you do have a phase one agreement that comes in place. So, Um, You know, U.S. numbers have been impressively resilient. And we saw that with the flash PMIs out on Friday. But you are still seeing global growth estimates tick lower. You are still seeing S&P 500 estimates tick lower. Um, And so all those things kind of put together just make me feel that, um, you know, the the S&P at 3100 is just not very appealing. Um, So that is kind of it for this morning. I think the big focus this week will be on earnings um, as far as scheduled news. And then there are you know, obviously any une- unexpected or unscheduled trade developments. Um, and then next week, when everyone comes back from the Thanksgiving holiday, I, w- I think the big highlight is going to be um, you have a slew of, um, of conferences. So, sell-side conferences where you're going to hear from a lot of executives for the first time pretty much since the October earnings calls, where they're going to be giving an update on just the state of Q4 trends. Uh, So that is it for this morning. Um, You know, like I said, there's a lot of news out today. I outline everything in the vital Dawn. So take a look at that. Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening.